Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. This is the live call-in show. It's you, me, and Scotty G. This was recorded this past Sunday night, June 12th, 2022, where we talked about a lot of fun topics, prepping for your next Disney trip. What are your Black Diamond tips for that? We also discussed Scott's upcoming Walt Disney World trip in about 70 days, and he was looking for suggestions for his ADRs when they open up here very soon. We talked about Topolino's Terrace, uh, Morimoto Asia. Brooke called in and we had a nice discussion about Yak and Yeti and how excited she is to eat there at Animal Kingdom. Wade called in and we talked about what's next after Tron. When this opens up, what's going to be next for Walt Disney World? When will we get that announcement? And we also discussed once Tron opens, what's going to be the better coaster, Cosmic Rewind or Tron? In lots of other discussion, we're all over the place. What are the greatest celebrities you've seen at Walt Disney World? Uh, Dick Donato from uh, Big Brother, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> we had a good time. We even talked PitchCom. So we hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget our episode today brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for your Disney trip planning needs. They're over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's one extra click that really helps us out. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all of this podcasting possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us, and we'd sure love to have you, come on over. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line. It is Sunday night, June 12th, 2022, and we are here to take your calls for the next hour. That's right. It is you, me, and Scotty G. We love talking to you and turning the show over to you once a week and seeing what's on your mind. We got a lot to talk about tonight. We have some upcoming trips to prep for, and uh, Scott's going to turn over some ADRs to you, which is pretty exciting. And I think we're going to be talking Rainforest Cafe, but you make the call. And uh, we have Disneyland coming up for both of us here in less than three weeks. And I have a couple of topics off the top of the show to see if you can help us out with as well. So let's hop in so we can make the most of the next hour. Also, if you're tuned in here on the feed, happy Thursday to you. So joining me today... My best bud up in the mitten, and I was watching something today about the Sulocks on the Smithsonian oh, channel. Got to get up there and see those things with my buddy, your friend and mine, hashtag Scotty G. What's up, Scott? Hey, Mike, we got to get you to the Sulocks. I know you would just <laughs> love that. And I know you always say how your family doesn't like seafood. I think just a basic fish sandwich is not seafood, really, but I know they would stay away from it. But there's a, a fish restaurant. That's like a upper level that's right by the Sulak. So if you sit upstairs, you can actually watch the ships come in while you're having lunch. And it's like the best fish I've ever had. So that's that's what we have to do. And the girls can just get chicken tenders. That's what I said, chicken nuggets. I'm sure every yeah. place has chicken nuggets <laughs> right. and I can get a filet exactly. of fish. I'll eat anything. I mean, I bet it tastes better up there, you know, as long as it's out of the. I would think the fish probably, I, I'm just guessing I'm not from like up where you are where it's better fish. You know, our stuff, it's got catfish out of the Missouri River and who knows what's in those things. So the but... white fish, they say like out of Port Huron, I mean, um, Lake Huron right over there. And actually, no, it would be superior too, I think is where they get a lot of that fish is really good. I mean, I can't tell the difference. I just like mentally go into it and like thinking, oh yeah, this is the best fish I've ever had. It's awesome. But uh, no, it's really good. The Sulocks are cool. 
But I was, I think you saw this earlier. We haven't chatted about it. I was in St. Louis, Michigan you were. a little bit yes, this you were, weekend. You were in the and loo it, and you were proud. I like it. Yeah. And it, it cracks me up, Mike. I had no idea that it's actually called the middle of the midden. That's what they call themselves, which is funny because of you like calling Michigan the midden all the time because of you recently learning that. Yeah. So St. Louis, Michigan is the middle of the lower peninsula. So, so I thought that was kind of funny. Today, because I, so I've talked about this on the podcast, like in passing, I don't think I've ever talked about it. You uh, on Saturday and Sunday mornings, I have a tradition. Like I get up, I run, I do my emails, I get my work done. And then I kind of settle into my easy chair and I watch this show on the Smithsonian channel. It's called Aerial America and it's all drone shots. It, it usually about three or four episodes in a row. They're an hour long. It's something you would watch at Epcot. It is so peaceful. I always fall asleep when I'm watching it actually. And uh, it's just drone shots. And today was all about water. That The episode was all about different water features around the United States. Yeah. And so they showed the Sioux Locks, Great Lakes. And so they were showing a lot of Michigan. Actually, there was a lot of Michigan in, in this episode. And so I was looking at the state and you're, so you're not actually in the thumb in Lansing. You're kind of at like a tendon. I, I kind of oh, decided. Oh no, yeah. Right? The are thumb you, is, like, would that the be a tendon? Is Port okay, you're, so is would it? you consider yourself like a tendon, or what? Well, how do you describe yeah. yourselves? Yeah, I'm, I don't think I've ever gone that deep before, Mike. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna roll with that. But yeah, we're kind of like the, near the bottom of the. <laughs> it's kind of like yeah. it, uh, the lifeline or something. Anyway, so let's yeah. talk Disney. But hey. So Lansing is capital city we kind of call us like mid michigan is kind of like another name we give lansing because we're like are like right in the middle but it's kind of on the lower end definitely not in the thumb or any type of finger we're just like yeah the tendon we'll go with that that'll work yeah i mean you gotta start a new trend they'll be on your license plates the next five years so there you go for sure all right so let's let's set the table with some topics so we have a disneyland trip coming up both of us here in less than three weeks i'm excited because I started pulling some stuff together this past weekend. I decided to start deciding how I'm going to get from the airport. And we're flying to Long Beach because I got a steal of a deal on Southwest to fly into Long Beach rather than LAX or John Wayne. And then I was deciding, you know what? I eventually got to get from the airport to Disneyland. So I started looking at transfers. And come to find out for my family of three, it was much cheaper to rent a mid-sized sedan uh, for an entire week and pay for parking. Then it was to purchase transfers for three people both ways. So we will have a car. So that's exciting because we're going to go to the Dodgers game. We're going to try to go to a beach and just like maybe Santa Monica Piers. Something just to you know, get in and out burger. We definitely got to do that. So we're going to do some oh, of those yeah. things. I have a car at our disposal. But we are getting close. Like it's been kind of like one of those things that's far off. And you've been there a few times. For me, I mean, it's it, it, it's all consuming at this point. Like the suitcases are like on the edge of the storage room. Like there's so, my wife won't let me take them out, but I'm so ready. I, I'm so ready. Yeah, I mean, I just remember our first trip to Disneyland um, was for Elizabeth's thirtieth, and like that's all I thought about for months. Like, like you know, like oh my god, we're finally gonna go out there. Like, what's ironic? Like for this trip, we're doing we're almost doing the exact thing, same thing we did for the thirtieth. We're gonna go to San Diego to start for a little bit, you know, and then go to Disneyland. Yeah. So it's kind of reminiscent of that, but like, man, like I, I can't imagine how excited you are. Cause like doing the Disney podcast, you've been listening to like Nate and Matt show over the years. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel like you know so much about Disneyland already that it's going to be so excited for you to actually see it with your own eyes. I'm so excited for you and the girls. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I just wish that the wizard of bras was still there, you know, back in the day, right? you, know, the good stuff, you know, the magic <laughs> shop, but I mean, Hey, you can't have it all, you know, you can't have paper fast passes either. So what, what are you going to do? But we are getting some things that we thought weren't going <laughs> That's to happen. Right, like exactly. to the Caribbean, I know, baby. <laughs> I know. Blue Bayou, Main Street Electrical Break. I mean, it's just, 
I mean, they're really doing it up because they heard we were coming out. I mean, I appreciate you see them the really shake that the Disney food. I mean, the Disney Parks blog posted this weekend. No, I did not. But tell me about it because uh, it was I've like a, busy. there was like their captions were like cake or ice cream. How about oh. you do do both? It was like this ice cream cake shake or whatever. Like it was like a super trendy Instagram thing. Honestly, it, knowing Disney, it probably doesn't taste very good because yeah. like their shakes and cakes could be kind of hit or miss. But it looked awesome. I'll say that. I'll give it a shot. You know, I'll, I'll take for one sure. for the team and totally try eat every it. snack. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> I know. I'm so I'm so worried. I mean, it's uh, I'm gonna have to pay extra to fly home because they're gonna be like, hey, dude, you you, you uh, you're two people. You might be, you might be taking the rental car. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm driving home anyway. So tonight we're gonna set the table. We want to talk to you though for the next hour at four zero seven four one three nine three nine five. So give us a call here in about five minutes. I have a couple topics I want to bring to the table that hopefully you can bring. Uh, you can speak with us uh, about tonight because Scott's got one. I've got two. W- two that I have. We talked about this on Friday. So we've been prepping for our trips. We talked about things to do to set yourself up for a great trip, like cleaning out your computer bag, getting all your wires wrapped. So TSA doesn't think that you're carrying on something that might be a little suspicious. Your bag doesn't get pulled. It slows you down going through TSA. Uh, charging your devices the night before, especially if you're the person who's in charge of a bunch of teenagers and they're going to freak out at 930 the next morning because they didn't charge their stuff overnight. It's kind of a little prep the night before, get you ready for the next day. Uh, stuff like that. You know, Pam talked about bringing water bottles and snacks if you have connecting flights because you never know when you're going to get meals. We talked about all those things on Friday. But what is your A number one black diamond tip? for prepping for a trip before you leave home to set yourself up for success. So for the good of everybody, please call in with that tip. And a second topic that I have for tonight's show, if you could call in and share with us, I want to hear what is one of the most unique things you've ever seen at a Disney park when you're there that just happened to happen when you were there. And I thought of this today because in St. Louis today, where I live, we had an air show at, um, It's called the Spirit of St. Louis Airport. It's an executive airport about four miles from our house. It's not very big. It's kind of where the, you know, like the St. Louis executives fly in and out. It's not where Southwest or any of the commercial flights go in and out of. It's the private jets. But every few years they have this big Spirit, St. Louis Spirit air show for like charity. And they bring in, you know, F-35s. They brought in the, uh, the U.S. Navy Blue Angels this weekend. And so... Of course, these these planes come in like on Thursday and they do their practice runs Thursday, Friday. Then the air show was Saturday, Sunday. And we're only four miles from the airport. So it's been just buzzing our house for the last four days. It's been and I'm an aviation guy like I loved it. The F-35 came over yesterday and I mean, I it shook our house. I was like, oh, my gosh, I hope he's not going to hit our house. And whoo, he went right over. It was, it was like just so cool. So, you know, I was watching this. I was watching the Blue Angels this afternoon from our from our little lake right in our backyard. And it got me to thinking about the time. Uh, it was in May of 2019. I was just down for cheerleading. I uh, just happened to be there. It was uh, the Summit Cheerleading Championships. I went to Epcot that morning, and there were rumors I'd been hearing the buzz. The Blue Angels are going to fly over Epcot for like a publicity stunt, a publicity shot. They wanted to do, you know, a picture of uh, the Blue Angels doing their, you know, where they star out right over the top of Spaceship Earth. And that was, in fact, the case. And I'll have to post that picture here at the end of the show. But I was there with Mark Lorenzo from the Disney Moms panel back then or the Disney uh, planning panel, whatever they're called now. But uh, it was so cool to be able to see because I love the Blue Angels. I love Disney. And to see those two things come together, it was one of those things like it, it, it was weird that that happened when I was there. So if you had anything like that happen where you were there, you saw a celebrity, something like really strange, two worlds came together at Walt Disney World. 
and you were really shocked. You know, like one time I saw Lucky the Dinosaur at Animal Kingdom. Like, just happened to be there. That sucker was walking around. It looked like a real dinosaur, too. That was the second thing I was thinking of. Like, that thing was wild. Mine's also a, mine also involves Epcot and okay. Spaceship Earth. So hit yeah. hit yours real quick. So give us give us something so we can set the table. Then we'll talk yeah. about your thing you want help with, and then we're opening the phones the rest of the For hour. Sure. I mean, there's so many things like I can think of, you know, that kind of jump out to you, especially like around Star Wars weekend. You see a lot of cool things, a lot of cool celebrities. I mean, a lot of that's planned, obviously. But one thing for me was it was the um, the monstrous summer promo or whatever. So we're leaving Epcot. They had a late dinner in Japan, made a stro- long stroll through World Showcase out the door. And there's a bunch of people kind of like standing around at the entrance. And we're like, well, let's just hang out here for a minute, you know? Like, so maybe something's about to happen. That's always a good thing. When you then, see people standing around, you got to find out why. Like, okay, exactly. What, what, what and you can see, like, them interviewing, like, the Disney Parks blog. Oh, yeah, like, you totally want to say that. Yeah, you, know? you yeah, totally want to yeah. say that. So then, all of a sudden, boom, like, they project, like, the Monsters, Inc., like, Sully comes on the screen. And he's like, and he's like, this is going to be the monstrous summer yet, or whatever. So they did this cool, like, thing where, like, a one, I mean, they've only done this once, right? Where they projected the Monsters Inc. characters. They did like this little back and forth thing on Spaceship Earth to announce the new promo. It was awesome. Um, obviously, that probably led to some future enhancements because we right. know like Spaceship Earth, Space Earth can do a lot of awesome things with projections now. But um, that was just really cool to see. Like our jaw just kind of dropped. I think it was like in 2014 or something too. That's like crazy. it was a while ago, and it was just super cool to see that everyone's just like going crazy. Like oh my god, like it's. Look at Spaceship Earth. It's a it's a it's a monster from Monsters Inc. It was awesome. So you were actually seeing the future of what everything like we're living in that future at this yeah. point where it was the map, you know, the the digital yeah. map projection. Right I just there. wish I would have taken better photos, Mike. Like I'm trying to get out the Nikon camera and like I wasn't really good at like dark photos yet with it. And like like Elizabeth's like shirt is like all sideways and I'm trying to take these photos. <laughs> they're, they're like some of the worst photos I've ever taken, but I still love them. But it was hard to have a you know an iPhone 13 back in uh, 2014. Back then, yeah, it, really it didn't was. have the technology. All right, so you have your Walt Disney World trip coming up, I mean, you are rolling in it, man. You're getting ready to go to Disneyland. You're going to Walt Disney World here in yeah. probably about what 70 days well, or so. It's because... just because of how how Emily, you know, like we don't like to pull her out of school anymore, so we're trying to take advantage of summer trips. Is kind of what it is, you know. Um, but yeah, so our 60 day window for doing ADRs is coming up really soon here. So I just kind of wanted to throw it out there. Like, I want to hear the majority rules. Like, where should the gardeners have dinner or lunch sometime on our trip? And I'm going to book it. Or at least try to book it. <laughs> right. It's like a sci-fi, which might be hard to get, you know, but I'm going to do my best. You should do sci-fi because I've been dying to go there. I can't well, the, get there's in. There's that I new menu be. now, too. They have new menu I options. I know. I know. I know. I saw they have a chicken salad sandwich now added to uh, to Woody's lunchbox. I mean, not that it's a ADR or anything, but I am a sucker for a good chicken salad sandwich. I love, especially in the summer. There's nothing better because it's hot and it's like a light. Sand- oh man, Mike, have- did you see Katie's comment though? Like Dick Donato from Big Brother, she saw at. At Walt Disney World. So, That's pretty awesome. Well, because he lives in Orlando and he yeah. is a huge Epcot fan because I follow him on social media yeah. and he's Evil there. D. He's there all the time. Like at least yeah. he used to be prior to COVID and the, the theme park reservations. I mean, he was at Epcot all the time. I mean, I'd awesome. always see him over there. So, and I mean, he's a big brother premieres when we're at Disneyland. I don't know if you, I'm sure you know that because you're a big brother right. guy. So, and it, it always, always premieres on my vacations because we're always either on a cruise or because we always go to Walt Disney World this basically the yeah. same week every year. And, uh, yeah, so, but that's one of the things Pam wanted to see the uh, big brother house, like, wanted to drive by. 
Uh, and oh, so yeah. here's the thing, though. Like right now, we will be there during the season. So I may pack a bullhorn and just yell over the fence and yell, Paul's going to be on the season. He's coming back. And just like shut down the whole production. And then they're going to shut you down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've added to my list, Peck Bullhorn. It's not going to be the, the wall yeller. Anyway, if you're, if you're a Big Brother fan, you get it. If you're not, you have no idea what I'm talking about. All right, 407-413-9395. 407-413-9395. Give us a call. Book uh, Scott's ADRs. What's a sleeper? We got Wine Bar George in the chat. That's a good one. You've been there. I haven't, right? I've, yep, I've been there a few times. Yep, biscuits and gravy. I heard they have on the menu. That's all I got to hear. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Like that's another thing too. Like did with Disney Springs, Mike, and you, I know you fall into this category too. You're as guilty as I am. Like you find your favorites. Like you know, like Bow House is like one of my all time favorite restaurants, and I love the homecoming brunch. And that, and I just bounce back and forth between those two. Like I don't give others a chance. You know, I need to try something new at Disney Springs. Would you ever do a trip where you don't repeat? Um, any restaurant, restaurant, like all new restaurant, maybe hard for you because you've done so many restaurants, but like, say it, you don't it could repeat be hard, any. but that could be fun though. It would be fun. That'd be, but I mean, then, but would you have regrets though? You know what I'm saying? Like that, that'd be, a, that's kind of a good question for our, for our listeners. If they want to call in and, and have that discussion too, is like, yeah. could you do that? Because the thing is, while that's exciting, you're right. It would be fun to do all new reservations, like if I went all the way to Walt Disney World, traveled a thousand miles, bought all these plane tickets, and did not have buttermilk chicken, like Troy's talking about, he had for the first time uh, just this past week down to Olivia's. Like, is it is it actually a trip if I don't have Olivia's buttermilk chicken? I don't know. Even no matter how good the other restaurants know. were, I don't. I, yeah, I don't think it is. So what is it for you? Like, it's, like, like it's for me. It is the buttermilk chicken at Olivia's. Like, what is it for you? Like, if you don't have this meal, it just doesn't feel right. Um, well, unfortunately the restaurant's under refurbished right now, so I'm not going to have it next time, but it's the uh, Narcoozies. Like that's been like my, my go-to like consistent spot these days outside of Olivia's of course. Nice. Um, so I, I just love getting like the, the filet there is like one of my all time favorites. I love the cocktails there. Just Narcoozies is one of my favorite spots to be. And I'm nervous, Mike, I'm a little nervous for Narcoozies cause I'm not the biggest fan of like the, the prefix meal at California grill while it was good. Like I just... I just kind of want to get a menu, Mike, and sometimes order what I want. You know what I mean? Do you think that's like the future the- of these kind of restaurants, though? I mean, is it because I'm it, wondering? Because I mean, yeah. I, I think though, I feel you though, because I, I, I yeah. feel your pain. Because if you if you like look at the logical like where this is headed, like okay, here's where we are. Here's where the logical conclusion could go. It's probably less labor intensive to do a prefix menu because like you have it's almost like the theme park reservations, right? You right. it's more predictable and more predictability is better for like a, a strained uh, for labor planning. force. It's easier exactly for yeah. where we are right now. It's not good. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. It's I, I hear know. you. And and it's fine if they want to have that, but I think like I would like to see more options then. Like, I mean Chester France France has been doing that for years, right? Like I know you've been there a few times with us, like over Fourth of July. Like I always get the prefix there because it's always like, all right, I'm gonna get the salmon or chicken, I'm gonna get the soup, and then I get this dessert every single time. Like, uh, but like the menu like sets it up to be that way. You can order off menu there, but then you think like, well, shoot, just for like five more dollars, I can get an appetizer and a dessert. Like, why don't I do that? Right. Right. So I mean, it's good, but like, I just worry like I don't want every single restaurant doing that. I know, I know, especially, yeah, I know, I hear you. It's tough. I it know. is tough because it's one of those things like I, 
the thing is, like, if they can do a prefix menu and it sells out or it's very full capacity all the time, again, again, you look at this, like, what's the incentive for Disney to make any changes on that? Because if if there's no more seats to sell and you're selling it prefix where it's easier at probably the price point they're excited for, you know, like they're winning, they're winning, they're winning on three different levels. And, you know... I don't know. I will say though, the California grill one is pretty sweet because I actually happen to have it here. It like opens up. It's like this cool, like invitation, like, and the next award goes to Mike Rahman from the BR guest podcast. Yes. Podcast of the two thousands. Thank you very much. No. Okay. So again, 407-413-9395, 407-413-9395. Give us a call. We have topics on the table. And going to the chat room, though, Troy does say, hey, Mike and Scott, just back from a weekend in Orlando, went to Old Key West and tried Olivia's for the first time, tried the buttermilk chicken based on your review, and it was awesome. Cool. Glad to hear. It makes you nervous sometimes because we talk that thing up like no other. We do. And Troy's from Florida. So, you know, I don't think that here's the thing. It's like, I think it tastes better to me just because of the mute. The background music makes it taste. I know that sounds so weird, but like, no, the, it's the, not. The plants. It's not weird to me. <laughs> like it's the, the atmosphere adds 50% more juice into the chicken. Just saying. Yeah. It's so good. I'll just never forget. Like the first time I had it, I was, I just like, we all look kind of looked at each other. Like, Oh my gosh. Like this is Bring this it. Is one of the best things I've ever had at Disney. Like we're, why have we been coming here? You know? And then I kind of got bummed once. Cause I saw like a very popular, like YouTube vlogger. Like, just go, just like drive in the town, go to Olivia's and drive back to his house just to have the chicken. I'm like, no, don't put that out there. Yeah, you know, knock, like, knock that off. Yeah, seriously. I mean, yeah. we talk about it, but it's just like the, you know, it's like you and me and the one person who's listening to us right now in their AirPods. That's it. You know what I would like to try though, is to turn that into a sandwich. <laughs> or like a biscuit sandwich no. or something, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, two like buttermilk biscuits because they're like smaller well, biscuits. Well, because yeah. it's served with a biscuit. You know, yeah. there's a biscuit. I mean, we could on probably the side. kind of make that our own, oh, you know. But man. like, I think that'd be so good. Because at first I was thinking like a sweet Hawaiian roll, but I think a oh, yeah. biscuit would be better. Oh, I think the biscuit would be good. I guess honey we could just ask for more biscuits and kind of cut it ourselves mm. and make it a sandwich. I'm thinking this is the future. I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking we just. uh we solved all the world's problems right there with that biscuit. Uh, butter yep. I think for Father's Day, we're just oh going to go down to Florida so just good. for that. I'll be like, hold the green beans, biscuit sandwich, please. And a little yes. taters. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So back to the topic, though, of the craziest things we've seen at Walt Disney World while we're there. In the chat, Ashley says she saw Hulk Hogan in the late 90s. Now, as I recall, maybe I'm wrong, but did not. I think Hulk Hogan shot a TV show at the studios. I think in the '90s, I forget the name of it. But was he? Did they not shoot a TV maybe. show there? I think I know that's when he like went like crazy villain, like the the NWO or whatever. You know, like they became like these like like the nemesis of wrestling. And I, I think it was around that era too. I never um, watched wrestling. But, I just I could not get into it. I was always because I was always a yeah. psycho baseball. It's why I never watch movies because like if there's a baseball game on, I have to watch it. Like I watch every inning of every game for the Cardinals, so it takes up my entire life. Uh, you know, April till yeah, it was October. since they play 162. It's crazy. I know. I know. Did I tell you though that I went to a lug game and they had the pitch clock? You were, yeah, I saw a tweet that? about this. So is that it, it speeds up the game, right? You said something. So I, you didn't say pitch clock, but I use context to think that you said that it was a pitch clock. You said something else. Oh. It was like a pitch, oh, okay. uh, pitch I, counter or something you put. And I was like, I don't think at that's least right. At least I got but, pitch right. Yes. Um, 
but the um it was very interesting so i went to an eight to four game you know there were some runs being scored obviously and it was like two hours 20 minutes like it I'll was actually that. it was really nice yeah a lot of action there i'll take but a that lot of pressure for the pitcher though like once the once it hits the mitt and then the 15 second timer goes and like is he, the pitcher's looking at the clock like that's pretty intense, you know. Do like, they got a quick and the batter has only like nine seconds, right, to get in the box or something like that. I heard they were talking yeah. about the game the other day. And so I, do, I don't do they, remember what the batter had. Do yeah. they use pitchcom? Like, they have to use pitchcom, right? I what, what do you mean for pitch? I don't I guess well, I don't know what pitchcom is. You'll know it's how it's how they're uh, giving the signals now, the pitcher to the catcher. Like they they push oh. the little thing and then it, it just talks no, to the No, so there's a timer his, going his like on the stadium, like you would see like in the sport, No, no, like I know, but timer. like instead yeah. of the catcher giving like finger numbers, now in the big leagues they just they have like a little keypad on their on their knee and they push a button gotcha. for like fast and then in the pitcher's hat it just goes fastball. And only the pitcher can hear it. You didn't I know think that? you're making this up. Because no, I never I'm heard serious. Because I hate it. I hate it. It's like a video game. I, I, okay, I'm yeah. always tweeting. It sounds awful. I'm always yeah. tweeting. Ban Pitchcom. Because it's like the Cardinals were the last team to use it. They were the last team in Major League Baseball yeah. to use it. They finally did because Yachty was not going to use it. But uh, yeah, it's so bad. But wow, yeah, anyway, I, I'm, I'm way baseball. behind on that. I must not pay attention. Dude, <laughs> look I, at it because I hate the idea of that. Oh, so that's probably, yeah. I just like purposely ignore it. Well, yeah. it keeps it keeps teams from stealing signals because you're not giving yeah, signals, and you'll just yeah. see the pitcher will be out there like this because the thing's in his hat. So you'll see him going like this, but he's not looking at the catcher. <laughs> I was like, what oh, is it? So it's weird. like they're a fly chasing. Anyway, back to Disney. Okay, this is what happens when we're together. Okay, so Beverly, speaking of like baseball, like I've seen athletes. Um, I was there the day after the the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. Um, you saw Brady. Gronkowski was you there. Saw Gronk. Next, you see Gronk, but dude, I've never seen so many like plaids walking around or with security. Plus, like there was like private security too, so you could see like there's Disney security, and then there'd be like the the football players, like personal security guards. Like it was crazy the day at the Super Bowl. It would be cool. It's just cool it to be cool, down though. there during those times too, like when sports are happening. Because, oh, yeah. like, if you're ever down there in the fall, okay, if you're ever down there during the fall, you're gonna see a lot of uh, purple and or uh, purple and gold because LSU fans yes. are everywhere. And they are. I mean, I love my LSU friends, especially I mean, around Mardi Gras. They are. <laughs> you see them like everywhere. one in every two people are wearing yes, uh, they the purple are. and gold, and they still can't spell go. Uh, anyway, <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know there's five letters in go. Um, so yeah, it's so fun. So Beverly says, since nobody's given us a call, 407-413-9395. I'm sure that, I'm sure I paid the bill. Um, I paid for a whole year. So give us a, what happens is everybody calls the last 15 minutes. So let's not play that game today. Yeah. Call us now. So we don't have to do the whole like five calls in the last 15 minutes thing. I like anyway. Beverly's comment though. Cause we'll have a comment on this too. I know. So yeah, go ahead. So she says that her husband and son caught a rocket launch after their uh, Disney cruise line cruise. That was neat. And yeah. yeah, because if you don't know that the uh, Disney, well, they sail out of many ports, but the uh, the home port for most of the Disney Cruise Line ships is Port Canaveral, which when you're in, when you're docked, you can look right over into Kennedy Space Center and you can see the vehicle assembly building where the Saturn V used to be stacked, the space shuttles used to be stacked, and you can see all of the rocket uh, pads. Yeah, and that just made me think of the cruise ship that we did on the cruise that we did on the Fantasy where we had two celebrities that we knew of because we found them. But one, like, hung out with us at Margaritaville as the bass player from Mario's Speedwagon. Yeah, 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 we didn't even know that. We have either. a selfie of him somewhere with our clocks. We do. 
Do do we so. know for sure that that was really the bass player? We we think he was the bass player from. I mean, we he was the right was. age. Yeah, he was the right age, and I believe he is a big time like Disney fan and like does a lot of Disney cruises. So I mean, yeah. it just added up that that it was him. His family told us. I mean, they're like, yeah, this is grandpa, and he was he was yeah. the bass player for Ario Speed. Then we went over to Dino and confirmed with him. Yeah, yeah, know? we did. I mean, we we did try to check this out, but it, it was a, it was a very long day at Margaritaville in the pool. That was. That if you ever go to Falmouth, Jamaica, that Margaritaville like pool and the bar and the whole like vibe of that place was awesome. That was a it was gr- that was a great it place. It was a lot of fun. And we were literally you don't and even if you don't drink, you shit. just hang out in that yeah. pool area. It was so nice. Yeah. yeah, it was super. I mean, literally like, I mean, if you were a daredevil, which I'm not, but if you were a daredevil, you might have been able to jump from our balcony and hit the pool. Like, I mean, it's yep. probably not deep enough, but it was that close. Like we were backed in. And you could literally just look right down into the pool from our balcony at the, the ship. That's I'm pretty sure Yerks took a photo of all of us like in the pool from like <laughs> yeah, his stateroom. Yeah, totally did. All right. So uh, since uh, we're getting so many calls here, uh, Carolyn says, we saw Dick Van Dyke walking through the Grand California Hotel around Christmas. So amazing. Oh, not, okay. Awesome. You're talking about like Dick Van Dyke at Disneyland. Like if you would were to see him, I mean... He's about as close as you can get probably to Walt Disney or, I mean, at this point, I mean, yeah, that, that's about as I, big of a Disney like Dexter Rally up there. Cause like Walt Disney, like not, not Dexter Rally. I meant Kurt Douglas, not Kurt, Kurt Russell. Oh my gosh. I'm all over the place. <laughs> You're just Dexter making people Rally love at this point, but I'm just like, Kurt okay, okay, old man. College movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, when I see Kurt Russell, I think of Dexter Rally, which if anyone has seen those like Medfield college, Disney, I have no idea what you're talking about. I just know I'm thinking Dexter really? Fowler. I'm thinking of Dexter Fowler yeah. who we got screwed by because he came oh from the God, Cubs the and Medfield the Cardinals. College movies are so awesome. <laughs> and they have a reference to it in the, the imagination, um, into your imagination. Yeah. Like, you go through, you'll see the computer that wore tennis shoes is in there. Yeah, I've never seen that. So I'll have to you have no idea what I'm talking no, about. I have no clue. I know that there is a movie called The Computer Wore Tennis Shoes, but yeah. I've never seen the movie. Because isn't like isn't like the rumor that like his last words were like Walt Disney's last words were like Kurt Russell? Yes, like, I have I heard. I have yeah. heard that. Yeah, I have heard yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> like like train him. Promise me you will train him. That was his last yeah. word. Or that was Qui Gon Jinn. I can't because remember. He did a whole... <laughs> never makes a Star Wars. <laughs> I do have a question though for you, Mike. Okay. So we're talking about me, like, hey, like this is us just talking about random stuff. Yeah. We've talked about PitchCon, yeah. we've talked about rocket launches, <laughs> yeah. we've talked about ADRs. Let's go. Let's I'm go talking about it. Dexter Rally. <laughs> exactly. I'm talking about Dexter Fowler. Go ahead. <laughs> but um, so I'm asking for ADR ideas for you know my August trip. But I want to know what is a what is a meal that you're looking forward to at Disneyland? Not necessarily that you're going to have it, but like just based on what you know, like what's something that you're just really want to put your teeth through you know that's a weird way to describe you know what it's that place it's and i don't even know if i'm gonna say it right but it's that little like a mexican place i think it's just like a ranchero del zocalo or whatever like whatever that place is like i am all about that it's is it i'm comparing it kind of like to a pecos bills maybe like a disneyland kind of thing you're right you're spot on you're spot on with that yeah that's that's my vibe i think that's then you got then you got to take the outdoor seating and then like watch the big thunder trains go by oh yeah Um, yeah and they do breakfast there too so i remember i once had like i think i had fajita like a breakfast fajitas or something where they gave you like the fajitas but there was like eggs and you could like roll them up in the tour basically like make your own burrito oh yeah fajitas like it was awesome did I tell you that since we're just talking random topics? Okay, wait. Oh, wait, he was calling in that he hung up. 
Uh, thanks, Wade. He called. He's like, you got to get me, but I'm like, I'm gonna let the phone ring for two seconds, and uh, he yeah. was gone. So he'll call Psych. back, I'm sure. Um, yeah, we're getting in our subdivision. We're getting a little uh, like stand that it's imminent opening. And it's gonna have breakfast burritos. So uh, oh, yes, man. I mean, I can't wait. It's like the size of a like couple of Johnny on the spots. Like it's got two. So drivers. what about a treat? Like you're probably gonna want to get a, a Disneyland churro, right? Or churro, oh, yeah. as you like to call them. Oh yeah, yeah. churros. Uh, yeah, everything. I don't know. Corn, corn. I am a huge corn dog fan. My yeah. Dodger dog at the Dodger game. That, that, you know, that's that's the thing. So anyway, wait. I mean, this is, is going to be a eating trip more than anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. And of course, now we got to all kinds of calls coming in. So Wade has started the uh, avalanche of calls. Brooke, hang tight because you're online, too. So hang tight. after. Everyone was just tired of us. I mean, Seriously, people don't. I mean, this is inside up. information on how our conversation. We don't want to hear about the computer war tennis shoes. We don't want to hear about Dexter Fowler. He's a has-been. He bled his ACL with the Angels. We're done. Wade is on the phone up in Nebraska. Wade, thanks for saving us. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, how are you? You're doing good. What's up? Oh man, I oh, I tried to call it earlier. It rang like 20 times, so I had to hang up. So I don't know if I went into like you know internet or cell phone purgatory or something. But so that's why there were no phones. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's Skype. It's just Skype stinks. But what can you do? Oh <laughs> uh, god, no. It's good to listen to you guys just kind of chatting away. I'm like, all right, I better try and call in here. Yeah, we, we appreciate it. Uh, so what's you know, up? You know what I want to talk about, which I haven't we, we haven't really talked much about this, but with Guardians, uh, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy opening up, but Tron is sitting there uh, in the Magic Kingdom, obviously being worked on. But I saw somewhere that if that doesn't open in a couple of months, it will have taken longer to build than the entire Magic Kingdom when they started when they opened. Wow. I don't know if that's true, but that thing's been been a lot of construction going on. Of course, there was you know COVID. Uh, uh, as well in the middle, but um, that's a long time. So is that going to open this summer? I don't think so. I, I think they're going to hold it back. Yeah, I, I was having this conversation with Mallory actually about this. She was asking about Tron. And I said, you got to think about mm -hmm. it this way. Cause we're, ha we're, I was trying to explain to her about how things are not always so straightforward in business, especially when it comes to something like Disney yeah. is that, that sucker, and we've seen this, right? Like, things can be done and just be sitting because if Disney's still riding this wave from Cosmic Rewind and they don't have anything else for, like, the next six months to promote or the new hotness, they're going to let that, they're going to ride that wave for as long as they can for Cosmic Rewind, and then as that wave starts to subside a little bit, okay, here's Tron. Like, we need this now, but we're going to wait. We're going to keep that ace up our sleeve until we absolutely need it, and then we can ride that for a while even if it's ready. And I, she's like, well, why would they do that? I'm like, it's all about marketing and it's all about getting the public's attention. Cause that's what it's all about right now. Scott, do you agree with that? And and I have a follow-up question on that. Cause you bring up a good point way, but I have something I want to ask you about that. But Scott, what do you feel about that? Yeah, I, that think is crazy. Kind of spot on. I think what's going to happen at, cause there's D 23. I think you're going to get a, an announcement date at D 23 for, and then they're going to start building out the campaign, you know, like for like, Maybe it's Memorial Day. Memorial Day always seems to be like the hot time because that's kind of like when summer starts, right? Like that's when Seven Dwarfs Mine Train opened. That's when uh, Guardians just did. I think there's another one. I can't think of it right now. But I feel like we are going to get some because like what else is there that they're building? Like what, what other announcements are going to be at D23? I'm kind of curious about that. There's got to be some fresh new things, I think. But I think they're going to announce. I think they're going to yeah. announce Tron then. Yeah, that you know, I thought about that. I thought, gosh, do they wait until... I mean, you know, you got Labor Day coming up, but then do you wait until the holiday season? I mean, obviously they want to 
they want to start running it before it gets really, really busy. But, um, yeah, I mean, they got the railroad, right? That uh, obviously it was a lot of work to where they put yeah. that attraction, you know, shoehorned in there by, by Space Mountain, had to reroute the railroad tracks. Everything they had to do was, was very major construction and then interrupted by a pandemic. So it's, you know, it wasn't just empty land where they had to build it. So yeah. I, I thought about that, the marketing aspect of it, too. When, when do you open that? Summer's obviously a busy time. It's exciting. Um, fall, you know, there, there's not been a downtime for a little bit here at, at Disney. It'll probably continue for a bit here, but uh, I don't know. It, it's an interesting, interesting thing to think about. If I had to guess, I know, that's it, the thing. Do they need to open it? Are because they, they're getting so many guests, Mike? You, I mean, you yeah, see I this mean, on the travel agency yeah, side. I mean, yeah. So 2023 bookings opened up this past Wednesday, right? And demand mm-hmm. is it's crazy. I mean, people are talking about this thing called revenge travel, and I think it is. You know, it. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's kind of a dumb term, right? But what it is, it's just that people have, you know, if some people have been uncomfortable with travel. Some people have had to just have circumstances where they have skipped vacations for a year, maybe 18 months, and now's the time that they want to get something on the books, whether they're going to travel or not. You know, they're going to wait and see the circumstances, but they're just ready to travel. They want to get something planned. So it is, you know, the, the, the business has been brisk over the past, you know, four or five days since those bookings opened up. So I don't think Disney's hurting for this. If I had to guess when they're going to open this, it would probably be in January because that would be like a new year. They could start it, you know, fresh, and that would give them something to get them from January into the summer season, right? Because it would give people a reason to go to Florida. I mean, not that you need a reason, but it would give you a reason to like pull the kids out of school. Maybe, you know, if it's like teeter tottering on like, okay, we're going to wait till spring break. People might come down in January, February. I mean, they've been testing the cars, you know, over the past couple of, I guess like a month or so they've been doing some testing. And here's my follow-up though. Once this opens, because I saw somebody, actually one of our listeners emailed this and, and wanted us to pose this on a live call and show. When this opens, if you had to hypothesize, though, because now you have the battle of the new coasters, you have Cosmic Rewind, and you're going to have this Tron coaster. Which one is going to be the more, you know, overall great experience in your opinion? Because obviously nobody's done Tron unless you've been overseas. But, I mean, Cosmic Rewind is, you know, getting great, great reviews. I loved it. It was so much fun. Scott, you were on it. You had a good time. But, oh, I mean, yeah, Tron is very unique, too. These are very unique experiences. So, I mean, how do you feel about that, Wade? I mean, they're going to have two super things. Like, which one do you think, like, in five years, do you think will come out on top? Well, that's a good question. I obviously have not been uh, having experienced Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Cosmic Rewind yet. Um, I, I will, hopefully, and knock on wood in August. But, uh, you know, I, you know, Tron obviously has been very successful. I mean, it's interesting that that, that – that attraction, you know, based on a movie from <laughs> when was the movie Tron? I, I, 19, whenever it was, a long time ago. Oh, well, and, but and is, does that prove the 80s right? were the best decade ever? I mean, we got Cosmic Rewind, <laughs> 80s music, and then Tron is based on an 80s yeah. movie. I mean, seriously, there's been anything good since the 80s. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, right, exactly, 86. And of course, Top Gun was 86. Exactly. And here we are with Top Gun again. Talk to me, Goose. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's right. Talk to me, Goose. Exactly. <laughs> uh, do some of that. Do some of that pilot stuff. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> thank you for making me not have to edit this show. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Hey, I get it. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, that's a good. It's a great question. Obviously, Tron's been very successful overseas, and it's in Magic Kingdom. I think you know, the nice thing is it gives 
everybody just another option, you know, disperses the crowds, another thrill ride uh, at a Disney park, which is great uh, in the magic kingdom. I, it, it's going to be, you know, I love the magic kingdom attractions. Big thunder's great. Space mountain's great. It'll be another one there. Um, and, and Epcot's got guardians. Of course, you've got Everest at, at animal kingdom. Um, and then, you know, Hollywood studios has thrill rides. So, it, it does balance it maybe a little bit more with a little bit more intense thrill rides, which is nice. So it'll be a great question to see, you know, three, four, five years down the road here. It is see interesting. It has more staying power. Right. But it's interesting what Scott said is like, what, cause I mean, Tron is, it's getting finished, but what, you know, and I hate to what's say next? this, but like, right. what's next? I mean, you know, well, Universal's got a whole theme park. that's all, you know, halfway done. And like, what's next? Uh, that'll be interesting to see what they do announce at the D23 because I almost looked at it this way. I go, God, are we going to get to the point where there's not going to be something, you know, under construction? Obviously, Epcot still has a little ways to go with the water uh, feature they're their, building, you know, which is but, awesome. But yeah, right, exactly. And so it will be nice as a as a guest to go down and not have to dodge a construction wall. And the only thing that may be closed down is something being refurbed, which you know you have to do that. Uh, so maybe that'll be nice, but yeah, what is next? I, that's, that's a good question. It'll be interesting. You know, universal is not going to stop and I would assume Disney's not going to stop, but, but what is that and where is it? So yeah, it'll be, it'll be exciting. I guess, I guess if you had to pick, okay, Epcot's gotten tons of love, which it needed. Cause it sat, you know, it was very much the neglected park for, for at least a decade. Yeah. Magic kingdom's got Tron. The studios obviously has had, tons with galaxy's edge toy story land two new lands over the past five years so i guess it's animal kingdom next i mean uh, well i mean they have oh, pandora man. they have pandora. Eiffel lagoon <laughs> <laughs> yeah blizzard beach they're getting something they got a crane who knows yeah that's true so oh, it'll be interesting yeah. anyway well it'll be, it'll be fun i would like to see a so, resort i would love to see a resort a new resort i, like, agree. I, I just it's got riviera but it was already kind of there because the caribbean beach you know like i would just love to see a new mm-hmm. footprint on a resort That'd be so awesome to me. Do you think though that would get as as much attention a resort as a as like say an attract like a like an e ticket attraction? Probably not because not everyone stays on Walt Disney World right. property, right? Probably make more revenue though. I well, know, I'm, I'm just question. thinking from like the bookings, right? It'd right? be a like, DV, it'd like, be a DVC resort though. At this it would point, be like it would totally resort, be DVC because yeah. that's where they're that's where they invest all their money. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's an interesting question. Yeah, for, well, to your question about like Guardians or Tron, like I almost think, I mean, it's fresh in our minds, but I almost think like Guardians would still be more popular because they're still doing like Guardians movies, unless they want to start doing something awesome with mm-hmm. Tron. Like maybe they do like a Disney Plus series, which I just thought of that, and that would actually be awesome if they made like a Disney Plus series on Tron. <laughs> but, but I feel like they got to do something to bring it more like attention, other than like, hey, we got this new attraction for this old movie, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point, though, with the Guardians, you know, obviously with Marvel, you know, Marvel Universe, with all the Marvel movies, Guardians does have a, uh, the 80s music, of course, but uh, more of a contemporary, uh, you know, bass, I guess. Yeah. So that's true. Little kids, I mean, kids are going to know what that is, right? Yeah, they know true. Groot, they know Star-Lord, they know, they know all the Marvel characters. Um, and if you ask a little kid right now, hey, what about Tron? <laughs> you know? what yeah so, seriously one of the best video yeah. games in the 80s did you ever go to aladdin's castle seriously kid <laughs> scott, right. you, scott you probably never even went to an aladdin's castle no i never See, look, at, look at you 
<laughs> right next to Music Land. Right yes, next to Music exactly. Land. We pick up a 45. Yes, yeah, he was next. At our uh, mall, it was next to Buster Brown. It was next to the shoe store. <laughs> Brown. That's so funny. Oh, man. Well, wait. Thanks uh, for saving us, man. Funny. It's so good to talk to you, and hopefully we'll see you here soon. All right, sounds good, guys. Take right, care. Take care. We'll good talk talking to you. Later. All right, bye bye. That's a good, good question, though, with the what's next, because who knows what's it, next? And it's going to be. I mean, I know no one wants to hear this, but it's going to be IP related. It you is because that's what that's what's hot right now. Like, as much as all of us would love to see them come up with like an Expedition Everest or a Haunted Mansion type attraction, I don't think it's ever going to happen again. Even if it did, and I don't. You're right. I mean, I think everything at this point will always be IP, like existing yeah. IP. But I would even be fine with. You know, if it if it weren't IP, it would go backwards. Like, yeah, they would make something and then probably would make a then movie, make a movie out of it. it. Like, yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It would just go in the opposite direction, which you know, full circle kind of thing. So, yep. anyway, that's interesting. Okay, four zero seven four one three nine three nine five four zero seven four one three nine three nine five. I saw Brooke from Pennsylvania was calling in here a second ago. So, if you want to give us a call, uh, do I guess that. It could be Animal Kingdom. Could be next because like when do Pandora is like like five years ago, right? Oh my God, Pandora's probably 10 years ago at this point, isn't it? When they announced 20, it, maybe. But 20, no. I bet it was like 2013, 14 or 17, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but that was still, if it was 16, that's still six, seven years ago. Yeah. That's great. That's Time's crazy. going so fast. All right, we have our next call. It is Brooke from Pennsylvania. Brooke, thanks for calling in. What's going on? Hi, guys. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for calling yeah. in. Say hey to Scott. Hi, Scott. Hey, um, I, I just wanted to say that I've never been to Yak and Yeti and that is something I'm looking forward to on my next trip. Cause I just, I've always wanted to go. I've never seen animal kingdom like at night. I would love to have dinner there and then like be able to walk through Pandora at night. Um, that's just me. I'm really looking forward to my next trip. It is. I did that exact thing on our spring break trip. Um, we partocked over like late at night, just basically for dinner. We did a safari ride and then we went to Yak and Yeti, basically closed it down. Yeah. Then we walked through the park at night and with like hardly anyone around us. And it was one of my favorite animal kingdom experiences. Yeah. Yeah. I awesome. have to do that. I, we always go super early and then it's so hot that we leave to swim and we just never come back. I, yeah. Seriously. I, that is a story of my animal kingdom life right there. Cause yeah. it's like you have all the greatest plans, but that park is, if you're there anytime, it's not the winter time. It's just, it zaps you. It's so and it's big. Awesome and it's the park so hop too. You never think like you always start your day there, right? You never park hop to animal kingdom. It seems like it's, and it's cool to do. No, we don't. Yeah. I've, I don't think, don't. I've, I don't I think, think I've ever hopped there. Shut down in the evening. That's yep. true. Sorry, there's a delay on my end all the time. I always feel like I'm talking over you. Guys. Oh, no, no, it's it's <laughs> us. It's us. But, yeah, I'll, I will say Yak and Yeti has excellent. That's my type of food anyway. But excellent food in the atmosphere in there is super cool. Like, I know it's not the fanciest place in the world, but it is my vibe. I love that restaurant. And the thing is, I always forget to make an ADR there. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. I wish I was oh, there. Oh, it's so hard to it seems really hard to get. That's the other thing. Like, does anyone have success getting it? Scott, how did you get a dinner reservation? Because I feel I like because lucky. it closes early. <laughs> I mean, because it closes early, I feel like there's like three hours of dinner service or something. I just never have luck. I can never get it. And I'm like, an, you know, 6 a.m. I'm on there. I'm I'm trying my best. I never get it. <laughs> yeah, Brooke, you're spot on. And I remember exactly how we get it. It's like the 
it's the advice that I I never want to give on the show, even though I know all of us have. But it's the uh, okay, you it's should, the I'll I'll, I'll DM you. <laughs> no. no, I'll say it because it's been said so many times on here. It's the nine o'clock at night, the night before you're in your resort. You know, you just cleaned up, you're done with the night. Like, hey, let's see what ADRs yeah. are available for tomorrow, and then boom, Yak and Yeti was there. Okay, that's good to know to keep checking. Yeah, I've I've learned that's that tip really from Scott. Need. Yeah, I've learned a tip from Scott many times. Like now, I I never used to look for last minute ADRs, but like you know, I'll look, you know, in the morning I'll look for dinner that day, you know, and like just yeah. just like while you're standing you in line what? for a ride, just and you're like, oh my gosh, it's, you know, fifties prime time popped up. I couldn't find that for two months, and it's five thirty. I used to always yeah. think it was people canceling. But now I think it's just maybe they know like, hey, our staff's going to be better tomorrow or whatever. Let's open up more slots. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, that's kind of my theory now. Oh, because like you don't see anything forever that a bunch pop up. I think that the 60 day, you know, because you're booking so far out, people just book more than they have to. I mean, and, and people cancel. I think that's really what it is. Do you think a lot of people do? Because I've, never, I've never done that. Uh, but I guess people do. I, but I think, and also... You go, you go frequently. That's um, true. I think if you're going in frequently, you're worried you're not going to have enough reservations. You hear about it being like a big thing. So you book like lunch and dinner every day of your trip. And then you yeah. get there, you're like, I can't spend every day eating lunch and dinner at a sit-down restaurant. I'll never get to ride all those rides that I'm here to do once every three years. So yeah. you cancel them. And you like do one a day or something. I mean, I never recommend to like new people that they do more than one reservation a day because if you're there to ride rides, how do you fit it in? You know, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, you go there, to, you go there to have the experience. I mean, you want it to, it's, it's the balancing act, right? You don't want to spend all your time eating, but I mean, dining is a part of the overall Walt Disney world experience, but I, sure. I see what you're saying though. I see it from your side too there, that if you book a lot of ADRs, what you're doing is it's an insurance policy up until the point where uh-huh. you got to cancel them 24 hours out. Like, okay, we have lots of options at our disposal that are locked in. And now we can decide, okay, what are we going to keep? What are we going to throw away? You know, it's kind of like, you know, playing rummy yeah. or something like this. Yeah. Discard Disney this. is good, look at, good at locking that down where like, you know, I can't book more multiple five o'clock reservations because it looks at that time. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they do that or else I feel like you're right. Oh, Brooke. I think so many people would book like six restaurants at right. five o'clock and then decide the night before. Yep. And real quick, Brooke, uh, Aaron's pointing out, and I, and I forgot about this is something you can do with certain restaurants, and Yak and Yeti is one. It's owned by Landry's Restaurant Group, that you can get that Landry's card, and I think you can call the restaurant directly to get uh, reservations. There. I'm trying to think. There, there's like five or six restaurants at Walt Disney World that are owned by Landry's. There's some at Disney Springs, too. I can't remember all of them, but yeah. Oh, that's, that's And you get a discount, I believe, too. With like the card, If you buy the card... I want to say you get the value of the card back with your first meal. So it's not like it's a uh, cost you anything in the end. Cause yeah, that, it's a, it's called Landry's card. I just, I just need to have someone go with me so I can share those tuna nachos with somebody because my daughter won't eat it. And <laughs> that tuna nacho thing looks so right. big. <laughs> so, so what time we're going to be there? I'll be there. Cause I like, I love tuna, yeah, love I nachos. Guess. I'll meet you there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then real quickly before I go, what about this craziness with the, I don't know much about the executive life at Disney, but like they fired someone who was rumored to be like a possible replacement for Chapek and he just sat him down in seven minutes and fired him. That happened this week. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about firing Ricky if she gets a little too comfortable on the show. Um, you know, just if, if all of a sudden she's not here. That's anymore. why I've been showing up a lot. Exactly. Lately, you notice that uh, Scott Scott's been here lately. Uh, yeah, he's he's uh, in the Ricky spot. No, just kidding. I I don't follow the executive. So I, I have this philosophy, right? And I mean, this is what I do for a living, right? I, I book Disney travel, so I'm I'm in at a high level. This is this is my living, but. I can't pretend to be smart enough to understand what goes on at that kind of a like C-suite level at Disney. You know, I, I, I have opinions, but it's almost like fantasy sports at a level that yeah. I, I have a hard enough time understanding baseball. And I grew up with the game trying to understand like the moves and all the front office stuff. I can't understand. Scott, I mean, do you do you follow that kind of stuff? Because I don't know. You know I know that the thing is, Chapek is he's pleasing the shareholders and the shareholders are a number one who's going to make the decisions. And that's the bottom line. I mean, that's everybody else is down the chain and that's just how the world works right now. You got to remember, they're not worried about yeah. everybody, it's shareholders and then everybody else and shareholders are happy. And, uh, you know, they're going to give him the power and he's going to do what he wants. That's what, that's what I yeah. think. I don't know, Scott, what do you think? I mean, just a small take on me is just, it's just corporate business. Um, I know even at my company, I won't say where they are, but like there's executive leadership changeups all the time. Like, you know, like if one person gets promoted, that might hurt them to get an opportunity down the line. Like they might have to wait like three or four years then. So they just move on to another company to find that opportunity. That's their career goal. you like, you know, you see, I feel like there's a lot of executive shakeups like just in the world. So I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't yeah. think anything much of it. Yeah, I just don't know. Uh, you know I, yeah, I mean, I, I saw it too, and I mean, it's like, well, this guy's getting a little comfortable. He uh, he might come for me, so you know, I've never. I, yeah. I was a school teacher for 17 years. All I did was go into my classroom, <laughs> teach my lessons, and go home every day. You know, everybody's like, "You want to be a principal?" I'm like, "Not really. I just want to teach my kids." Yeah go home. I don't want that kind of responsibility. I know what principals have to deal with, like, and you don't make that much more money, you know, like it's way more than I want to have to deal with. And, you know, I see like these executives and I just, I don't pretend to know, you know, everything that's going on at that kind of level. But I do know that, you know, that it's, it's a business, it's a for-profit business. And if it's making more and more money, the shareholders are happy and they're going to try to hold on to that person who's making more and more money as long as they can, no matter what that's, yeah what they want which is not i mean it doesn't please me you know because how many times have i said i still haven't bought genie plus and it's a principal thing you know yeah. I, i'm buying it at disneyland because i want to try it out and i mean i'm not going to ever put myself at a disadvantage i don't want to wait in a longer line but i'm also willing to mm -hmm. try to ride out things and be creative you know i'm, I'm, I'm just kind of cheap like i just want to save my money i want to be as frugal as i can i don't want to spend it where i don't need to yeah i think it makes sense for your first trip out there to yeah. try to get everything and you can oh yeah i was like yeah, just give it. it all i was like five day hopper genie yeah. plus what else can i get just put you're it like, all in the cart oh you're like disneyland hotel yes you know you got it all you have to do the full package yeah I was like, <laughs> then he suckered me into doing the same I thing know. i was like put the blindfold on let me hit the checkout button i can't believe i'm doing oh, this ah. <laughs> scott i can't imagine i can't imagine you didn't encourage him a little bit scott <laughs> he kept saying when you go out there i'm going with you so i'm glad he is this is going to be uh even more fun this yeah. way it's going to yeah. be it's going to be a blast okay i mean just just Wait, All right. we're gonna have some great videos on Instagram, so uh, it'll be fun. All right, well, Brooke, hey, you have, right, a have a good weekend. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate you very much. Have a good night. All right, bye you bye. too. Talk to you soon. All right, 407 413 9395. 407 413 9395. Might be able to sneak in one more call. We might not, but uh, yeah, we're just kidding, Bev. We're not getting rid of Ricky. She's fine. She's gonna be on the shows. 
And I'm just playing because she's like my little kid sister. So that's how we do that. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, we've, it's been a fun show, though, tonight. It's got lots of topics. I mean, we didn't get many yeah. ADRs. We got, uh, I saw in the chat, the Topolino's Terrace. Uh, I you saw, know that's my jam. It is. <laughs> you know I love oh, wait, that We place. have one more call. So let's get our last call. We also had a Morimoto's. Have you ever eaten there? I've never had. I, I think Marlesa put that in there. I've you never should been go there. there. It's good. I mean, I went there on a media thing, but it was it was better because it was free. All right, Vera Mike's calling in. Uh, Vera Mike, you're the last call of the day. Who's, how's it going? Awesome. What's going on, guys? How you doing tonight? We are doing great. Thanks for calling in. Say hi to Scott. Hey, Scotty. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Good. How are you doing? Doing great. Calling from super hot Florida right now. <laughs> Dude, I feel you. The heat index here was 106 when we started the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to touch base on the uh, the topic of uh, what's next in uh, Walt Disney World after, you know, Tron opens up. And and I was thinking, uh, you know, next year with Indiana Jones opening up uh, in the theaters, maybe uh, Dinosaur is going to be rethemed to the uh, Indiana Jones ride, the one that's out in uh, Disneyland, since it's the same track. And maybe we'll be getting a new land for Indiana Jones. I love that think? idea. Because it ties into you our know, Animal even, Kingdom is next in the rotation. You know, yeah, I like true. it. Absolutely. And there's, think about think yeah. about that area too. Like there's a lot of, I think you said it actually in the chat. It was you that said, you know, like there's a lot of empty space back there where they took out Primeval World. And it, I mean, Dino Land is hurting right now at Animal Kingdom. Like it could use some love and just make it into Indiana Jones Land. Yeah, it's the same exact trap uh, track as uh, Disneyland. So it, right. it kind of just makes sense, you know? I'm yeah, ready. so my wife is retired from Dinosaur because she hates it, but she loves Indiana Jones at Disneyland. So that would bring her back in, you know, like, and I think a lot of people would agree with that. But then yeah, I think you could even expand it more than just like the attraction, like Mike's saying, like kind of like in, in the whole like Chester and Hester area, maybe like kind of like have it, you know, expand out there possibly. I like it. Absolutely. Put a couple of new Indiana Jones attractions, a restaurant, you know, maybe a hotel. Oh, no. Oh, easy, know. easy, Bureau Mike. Easy now. <laughs> easy. We're just trying to get a retheme here. You're going for a hotel and a whole land. Oh, my I, God. You're, you're, you're hurting us here, man. You're getting me too excited. I can't take all this excitement I, on the last call of the night. I mean, think, you know, think about it. Indiana Jones is almost as big as Star Wars from the 80s. So, again, you're, we're hitting our theme, right? I mean, okay, so. Yeah. The greatest decade in the history of time was the 1980s. I mean, again, I, mean, oh, no. I was born in the 80s, so it makes sense. Like the great, I'm, right there. I, I came exactly. out of the 80s, exactly. so of course it's great. And I grew up in the 80s. I mean, exactly. I mean, Me everything's got to come from the 80s. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, so and, what would uh, Triceratops skin like? What, what would that theme into? I'm trying to figure out how we can make a spinner ride for Indiana Jones. You know, that would that'd be kind oh, of fun. Easy. I want to put oh, my sure. yeah. I don't know what you could do with that. Oh, other and one more thing. Maybe, maybe you know, that hotel in front of uh, Epcot, the uh, Future World Hotel. I don't know if they still have that uh, in the plans or not, but that would be really cool. Oh, my gosh. You I know. haven't heard anyone mention that Either in a I. long is, time. Is that still happening? Because that was a great idea that I don't know that is. I haven't, heard, I haven't heard about that in a year either, but it was a great idea. I mean, if they made that a DVC, you know, I mean, I don't know. It would be pretty epic. Yeah, it would be. Let's hope. Let's keep. We'll keep bringing it up until it happens. I mean, we're pretty good at that. On yeah, the right. We just say stuff and it <laughs> happens. So we'll we'll keep saying it. All right. Well, we got to roll because we're at the top of the hour, Vera Mike. But uh, we'll talk to you next Sunday. You have a good week. I love the idea of awesome. Indiana Jones, though. That's awesome. All right, rock on. Oh, we'll talk to you sure. later. All right, guys. <laughs> See you. And George in the live chat has the the quote of the night.
80s for the win. <laughs> there you go. All right, Scott. Well, it's been a good one. Uh, a lot of fun tonight, man. We talked about a little bit of everything, but this this might have been my favorite live call-in show for the uh, Yeah, we talked about Dexter Riley from... <laughs> <laughs> that was my, my favorite part when you had no idea who Dexter Riley was. From and you had no idea what PitchCom was. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, I know. So. We, were, we learned things today, Mike. <laughs> we did. We talked. I mean, think about it. this show. We had the Landry's card for Yak and Yeti. We had PitchCom. Yes. We had Dexter somebody from the sneakers. The computer wore sneakers. Yeah. We yeah. talked Dick Van Dyke. We talked Dick Donato from Big Brother. Hulk oh Hogan. Oh gosh, that's right. I mean. Hulk Hogan was big. I mean, if you want a variety show. That is what we brought you over the last hour. So if you're listening on Thursday, I mean, I don't know what Friday is going to bring you, but I don't know if it can get any better than this show. <laughs> just kidding. So if you hung with us for this hour, yeah, God bless I just you. thank everyone for hanging with us. I appreciate you. Yeah, it was a little crazy tonight, but that's uh, that's what we do. So we'll be back again next Sunday night. Join us for that again, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. And, of course, this week we'll have these shows Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But don't forget, our show is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. The agents are standing by with tired fingers, but fingers nonetheless, to get your quote out to you right away for those 2023 Walt Disney World packages. Yes, we can do that now. Now, remember, here's the thing, though. Savvy Disney fans, I've had a few guests that, that remembered this. We cannot get to Christmas 2023 yet. You know why, Scott, right? Do you, I'm testing you. Why can I not book 2023 Christmas? I, I, probably because they don't have the ticket pricing no, yet. I don't see, know, Mike. Why is that? So there's a rule with Disney. You can only book 499 days from oh, the current day, right. and that is the case. So it, right now we're right at the end of October. So here's, here's the trick. If you ever want to know, I'll give you my dime, Black Diamond travel agent tip. When somebody asks me, like, can I book it? And it's like questionable whether it's within the range. It, it's based on your checkout date, too. You got to have the entire trip within 499 days. So, what you do is you just yell out to your A L E X A or Siri, and you say, blank, what day is 499 days from today? And it will tell you, and that if that date is there, you're good. So, that's, I don't have some magical calendar that everybody probably thinks I have on the wall in my office. Nope, I'm not that sophisticated. I just yell at a little echo dot that costs 20 bucks that sits on my desk. So there you 499 go. is such a random number, too. I it is. I know. 499, are you out of your mind? Was that <laughs> was that some kind of commercial back in the day? I yes. Yeah, my wife just rolled her eyes at me because she just walked down the stairs. Okay, so we are going to get out. We're getting magicforless.com. They uh, sponsor all this nonsense, and I'm just glad Pam's not here tonight. But hey, they're great sponsors, and we appreciate your support. And we I think Pam would appreciate I the, think she would the, too. the episode tonight. I yeah. think so, too. Uh, we have our Amazon affiliate link. Speaking of Amazon, just uh, please click through that anytime you shop online. Uh, BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a huge shout-out to our patrons. You guys support all of everything we do. Could do without you, and our patrons get Mike in the Midwest every week. Come on over to patreon.com slash podcast. Of course, follow Scott on the Instagram and Twitter at Epscott. He is a great follow. You get baseball, you get Disney, you get Lansing lug nuts, you get golf. You get great pictures over at Palm Trees of Disney on Instagram as well. Follow me, Mike on Instagram and Twitter. You'll get a little uh, Blue Angels from this past weekend. You get a little running, a little Disney, a lot of fun stuff there. And of course, Facebook and YouTube to search for the BRGuest podcast. You'll get an alert every time. We go live. All right, we're going to get out of here and let you get on with your Thursday. If you're listening on the feed, Sunday night, if you're listening live with us here on the feed, and uh, let you get going. So for Scotty G, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Sunday night or Thursday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. 
You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.